Alright, alright. It's another episode of More Later. Thanks for listening. My name is Brett. This is my podcast with Brian. We're going to get started here in a few minutes with another episode. A a very funny, very thought-provoking episode, I must say. They're all good, but this one is good. You're going to like it. I I promise you. Um, so what's going on? What are you guys doing? Are you freezing? I'm freezing. I'm freezing right now. It's cold where I'm recording this right now. It was very cold today. Like I probably the coldest day of the winter here in Northwest Indiana, just outside of Chicago. And I was thinking this morning, I kind of, I'm kind of angry at my ancestors. You know, like the first, I did some research into this, and the first baker in my, like, you know, my great, great, however many grandfather, came from Germany in like the 1840s. Jacob, I think was his name. And he came in the 1840s, and they hung out in Virginia for a while, and then they eventually made their way west into Illinois. And... You know, Jacob Baker, I don't know the guy, but he must have been a pretty tough guy. But didn't they feel how cold it was? Like, yeah, it's good for like, you know, six months of the year. But some of those months, like two or three months, you're just freezing your butt off. And I I would have, en- I would have endured that once and then left. I would have been like, screw this. I came all the way from Germany for this to freeze my butt off? No. I'm going someplace warm. So had they gone someplace warm, then we could have put down roots for generations somewhere warm instead of in the Midwest where we freeze our butts off. I mean, I know, I can move now if I want to someplace warm, but now I'm established here, you know. I'm not the, I wasn't the immigrant. Jacob Baker was the immigrant. He was the one that could have set down roots somewhere with, he already left Germany. You might as well leave Germany for somewhere warm. If you're going to up, upload your, not upload, uproot your life, end up in somewhere warm. So Jacob Baker, I'm sorry. I know I shouldn't badmouth ancestors, but you should have, should have gone somewhere warm, man. I'm not going to leave to somewhere warm now and start all over with, you know, not knowing anybody or not knowing well, I guess that's kind of what he did by coming from Germany, isn't it? At least, at least, in, at least, if I move somewhere south, I, you know, in, in the south, in the, in America, they still speak English, so it, I wouldn't have to learn a new language like Jacob Baker did. But anyway, it's cold. I had to leave the house earlier this morning to go to the store, go do some shopping, and. I went out to my car and started my car and didn't give myself enough time to let it warm up or whatever and just put it in reverse and the thing did not want to go. And it's a new car. It's only a couple years old. And I backed it out and it was like, are you serious? We're doing this right now? And I put my foot on the gas and it just kind of groaned. It was like, you want me to do what? And I swear it was making sounds I'd never heard it make before, like little little screeches and uh, felt like it was kind of going in slow-mo until it got going, I guess. So even the cars don't like the cold. I really don't like the cold. But Jacob Baker, thanks for nothing, buddy. 
I mean, at least you got over here, but you should have gone somewhere warm. But actually, like in the 1840s, do you think they knew that when you go south, it gets warmer? Is that, was that like common knowledge then? Or maybe even uncommon knowledge? Surely if they could get in a boat and cross the ocean, they can figure out that if they went south, it would be warm. Somebody had to have known that, right? They just didn't care. Anyway, so because Jacob Baker got out, got off the boat in Virginia instead of Florida, I'm freezing tonight. That decision he made almost 200 years ago leads to tonight's monologue. He couldn't have seen that, could he have? Nope. Anyway, this is me and Brian again talking about really important stuff and ignoring all the stuff that's not important. Thanks for listening. <clears throat> Wait, this is laying ice, isn't it? With the holes in the... Laying ice. Holes in the middle. Victor's rye and laying ice. Smooth. No. <laughs> <laughs> that is some tasty ice. Yeah, see? <laughs> no, it, yeah, it's good. It, the, the rye is good. It tastes exactly what I thought it would taste like. Yeah. A little peppery, a little spicy. Yeah. A little... Um, Bernie. Yeah, a little back end sweetness. Yeah. Yeah. That is I liked it. not a sex move. But... <laughs> back end sweetness. Is that another Walter Payton reference? Yeah. We were talking about a little bit earlier. So we could we could conceivably begin every episode with something stupid that Brett did or experienced. Because I it, it seems to be coming up a lot lately, but this one just kind of it was so hilarious. I just have to share it kind of right off the bat. So uh, a friend of mine told me about this podcast like quite a few months ago. And I started, it was the one that I shared with you. And the I listened to a couple episodes of it. And I didn't really like it after the first couple episodes. But then I listened to a couple more and like it kind of grew on me. So now I listen, it comes out twice a week. So I listened to it when it comes out and then I've gone back and started listening like from you know like August backwards right to all of the older episodes so I reached you know I've listened to all of 2019 I was back to like January or whatever and they have this like kind of catchy theme song and then at one point one of the episodes like in January the theme song like sped up and I listened to it and I was like oh man they used to play the theme song a lot faster but they must have decided it was too fast or something so I'm glad that they slowed it down it sounds a lot better the way that it is now and um so I listened to a couple of those older ones and they they both had the the fast version of the song and then that was like last weekend and then on Tuesday, I listened to the episode that they released. Or no, on Monday, I listened to the episode that they released. And the song sounded fast again. And I was like, wait a minute. They sped up the song again? Like, why'd they go back to the old song? And then I 
it occurred to me is was this song always fast this fast and i just didn't recognize it i didn't think that they sped it up i thought maybe it was always that fast and i didn't recognize that it was always that fast but whatever i didn't like really think much about it but i i actually what i thought was i have to pay more attention because how can i listen to this song so many times and not realize how fast it is so then i listened to um an episode of wtf which i've listened to almost a thousand episodes of it. I mean, it's, they're almost at 1100. I think there's like a hundred in the middle that I haven't listened to. And I realized that that song is fast now too. So I was like, wait a minute, something is going on. And I'm like really stumped for a minute is, and then it occurs to me, I bet I just have my phone sped up. Right. Like the, the playing speed. So I look, and sure enough, it's set to time and a quarter. So it's playing these podcasts at time and a quarter, which explains the fast song, but it doesn't explain how I listened to like three episodes of this podcast and didn't realize that they were talking any faster. Weren't their voices higher? No. Their their voices were the same. So apparently, like, either... Either I think that their fast pace is how they actually should talk, or I'm really not paying attention and I don't even listen to how they actually talk. Hmm. So I, I, I slowed it down and it's at, you know, 1.0 speed again. So, so what's the song on, it, on the first podcast? It, you mean, it's the... the it, intro the intro yeah. song yeah. it's that it's the brain candy podcast <clears throat> okay. it's that horn like do 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 oh, okay. i you you listen to a few of them so right. you probably i mean if you heard it you but it, it's definitely a song that like you would you would hear yeah like you would notice that it was faster right. <laughs> you know i mean i guess for most songs you probably notice that it was faster but i just can't believe that i listened to like two or three or four episodes and didn't realize that they were talking <laughs> A little bit fast, which makes me like maybe they just talk naturally slow, right? Or maybe, oh, and then then the other thing is I was listening to the pod to the to those episodes a few times. I did think like this is already over. Like I thought it seems like I just started this, Why but did like, I hear this in twenty minutes. <laughs> so like at time and a quarter, you're you're listening to like a sixty minute podcast in like forty eight minutes for time and a quarter. Right. So I mean, you are saving time. So, I mean, maybe I'll just start listening to everything in time and a quarter if you can't detect a yeah. difference. I, I It would be interesting to listen to other... One would think that, that their voices would be faster because right. I was I was on YouTube. Um, um, I think I mentioned my YouTube fascination watching weird videos, but <laughs> but I was watching these these shows with the NFL... 100 mm-hmm. it's the greatest players uh, uh within the last 100 100 years and i was watching one on there and um tom brady was on there and the first 20 minutes was i mean it was his voice and you know and i keep watching and he, as i'm watching i'm doing other shit too and then it 
cuts to a commercial, but it's it's posted. It, uh, it was taken from television and posted on YouTube, and they came right. back from the commercial, and Tom Brady apparently at the commercial break was doing helium. So and <laughs> and I'm like, okay, you know, whatever. But then when Bill Belichick's voice got really high, also I was like, okay, hang on, not right. So I mean, it happens. Yeah. But mystery. So, so you had a mystery. I had a mystery on uh, Tuesday or Wednesday night. I think Wednesday, <laughs> the macaroni incident, or <laughs> macaroni in air quotes. So <clears throat> on Wednesday night, I was doing paperwork, long day, and I had uh, drank probably a gallon of water throughout the day, so I mean, I'm getting up, I'm peeing, and so so I had probably peed in a 90-minute period like three times. Okay. So. That's just a typical time for me. Typical bright time. <laughs> so later on, I go to pee, and I, uh, as... People know we are definitely washing our hands after peeing. So I walk into the bathroom, and I just happen to look into my sink as I'm walking by. And there's this kind of pale yellowish object in in the sink. So I looked at it and thought, eh. Then I go pee, whatever. And I go to wash my hands, and I'm looking at this thing, and I'm trying to to ignore it, thinking... Uh, what are you what? ignoring it for? I'd be alarmed. Because I thought <laughs> somehow a piece of macaroni got in here. <laughs> so, which, I haven't had a piece of macaroni in, like, in this house a couple years. <laughs> so, I start to look at it and then i'm thinking okay obviously it's not macaroni because i haven't had it <laughs> then nobody else uses this bathroom but me and it and it definitely wasn't in there the last time i peed either okay so i'm thinking like did i blow my nose or sneeze when when i was washing my hands last time this is a huge bugger so so i like put my face in the sink so now at this point i think some legs are gonna pop out and it's gonna start moving all the way like it's a bug mm -hmm. so <clears throat> there's no movement at all so i pick it up and I start to play with it, like <laughs> trying to figure out the consistency of it. I smell it. It's a, it's a little bit more solid than macaroni. It's kind of smeary. So now I'm thinking, like, is this a piece of cheese? Like, did I somehow bring in cheese into the Please bathroom without? Didn't taste no, it. <laughs> no. So. So I smelled it. There was no odor. I broke it apart. There was no issues. But the thought occurred, do I taste this? <laughs> no. <laughs> it's in the sink. How? I don't care if it's a freaking... But the like, this thing literally popped up out of thin air. I mean... So I mean, what? It's like, like going to be a germ-free miracle piece of food? Well, 
I mean... In your sink? Your right. bathroom sink? But the soap all over. The <laughs> yeah, soap this... and hot water. It's clean. So I ended Good up... Good thing you didn't taste it. You'd be yeah, dead right now. I mean, I mean, I was looking at it, and I took a piece of toilet paper and wiped it off my hands and threw it in the toilet and flushed it, but I just... So like, you never found out what it was? I, I have no idea what the hell what? it was. You, you gotta lead with that. I'm... I'm on the edge of my seat trying to figure out what this thing is, and now we'll, well never the know. The mystery's still there. Oh, man. I have no clue what it was. Huh. And I don't... So I, th so I thought possibly, maybe, it was <clears throat> some, like... I have this soap pump. Maybe, like, some dried oh, soap. yeah. But... Let's face it, my soap pumps aren't filthy. So, so it <laughs> and wasn't. You said that. it didn't have a scent. No, no. Huh. So, I have no idea what it was. Maybe like a piece of caulk or something from somewhere? Like around the faucet or something? No. Came loose? No. Or there's something crazy in your pipes and it crawled up out of your pipes? That's a possibility. <laughs> But there are no legs, eyeballs, or uh, wings on it, so <clears throat> I don't know. All right. Well, see, this is this is why More Later has an Instagram page now. Next time you see that, you, you snap a picture and post it on Instagram, and we'll figure out what it is. Yes, we will. <laughs> For sure. Huh. Well, that's... Uh, I don't know. I mean, because it's in it's. I mean, it's not like you have a ton of people going through your bathroom, so it's not like. Nope. There's just one person, me. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, that's scary, and which leads me to um, my dumb, my. Okay, I've already said it. So my dumb kids. One of my dumb kids. One of my kids who is listening to this right now is obsessed with scaring me. <laughs> so, Brian, he's 13. For the past month, or maybe more, it just will hide whenever he can around a corner, at the bottom of steps, at the top of steps, anywhere, to scare people. Ben does it too. Actually, thinking about it, Ben's 15, he does it too. But Brian seems to be more um, persistent. And he scared me the other day. And I had this thought that there's no, like, no parent practices more self-control than resisting the urge to punch your kid in the face after he's <laughs> just scared the shit out of you. Because, like, when I'm going up the steps and it's dark and he's, like, right around the corner and just yells at me, my instinct is to lift my hand and hit him. And, like, the fact that I'm able to, like, stop and not do it is just a testament to self-control. So what pisses you off more? The it's, scaring or the laughing he does. No, it's 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 kind of neither. It's that he got me. Oh, so it's not that like, like I'm a pride thing. right, right. And it's like there's an instant that I'm actually scared, mm -hmm. you know. But right. 
before like he's even done with his like scream, I'm over the scared part. And then it's just like annoyance that he that that he scared me, you know? And like I don't even mind him laughing, although I'm pretty sure that they've scared me recently and just caught me at like the wrong time and I'm <laughs> I'm like, you know, <laughs> say some not too nice things to them. But just it's just so annoying and like a couple of times they've scared me when I've been expecting it. Right. Like I, I will think to myself, oh, he's going to be right around this corner and he's right around that corner and he's, they still get me. Which like the element of surprise is gone. How's that even working? Do you um, get them back? I I don't. I always... I fake a heart attack next time. <laughs> <laughs> That'll get them back. <laughs> teach him a lesson and then two weeks later when i actually do have a heart attack and they don't help me because they think i'm just joking and i die on the floor oh man yeah kids <laughs> kids oh so um yeah they what was i, I was gonna say oh no because i wake brian up for school in the morning so like i don't I don't get him back by scaring him. I get him back by like being annoying to him when, <laughs> when I wake him up. How do you wake him up? Like, well, that's the thing is like most days I try, I wake the kids up every, every single day. And most days when I do it, I try to like do it nicely. Cause like nobody wants to be like jarred awake, you know? Oh, I have experience with that. <laughs> I can, I can still hear my mom. Uh-huh. screaming at the bottom of the stairs. Brian! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Brian! Yeah. Yeah. Our kids have woken each other up from time to time with like a pot and spoons and like oh, really? bang, bang on the pot with the spoons. But I try to like, you know, be nice and like, you know, it's time to get up and right. like, you know, just kind of ease them into it. But sometimes like if, if I want to be annoying to Brian, I'll just like go and I'll get like right. So my face is like right on top of him. And then I'll like sing to him or I'll be like, Brian, it's time to wake up. And he, he's annoyed when he wakes up in the morning anyway. And when you have to deal with me doing that in the morning, like there's no self-control for him, like not hitting me in the morning on those mornings. <laughs> He should get a feather and just like tickle his nose, <laughs> tickle his ear. Do you remember years ago when I when I woke you, when I woke you up by just staring at you? Remember when I came into your house? And it was I, there was one time you came into my house? We were gonna go play tennis or something, and we had set the time the night before. And you came into my house and I was still asleep when you came into my room mm -hmm. and you were like sitting on the floor at the foot of my bed. So like I couldn't see you mm -hmm. and there was a stereo right above my, my bed. And when I woke up before I even got up or anything, I just reached up and I turned on the stereo and I hit play and there was a CD in there and the CD was a green day CD and the first song on the CD, um, I can't remember what the song is, but it starts with like a violin. 
or like a viola or something. It's a string in instrument, and mm -hmm. like it doesn't, and it's just like a couple of notes before the drums start. Mm -hmm. Hitching a ride. Okay. I think it might be hitching a ride. And that started playing. And as soon as you heard the violin, you just burst out laughing because you thought it was going to be like some rock song or something. Right. And it was like this violin that played. And it scared the crap out of me because I didn't even know you were there. And then all of a sudden, you like burst out laughing. <laughs> Is That's not the time you're talking about? No. Uh, there was a, another time. I'm not sure why I was over there so early. Um. For years and years, uh, Brett's house, I would just hang out over there. I'd just walk in, whatever. And I was <clears throat> over there one morning walking to his bedroom, and he's he's out cold still. And, and I sat at the foot of his bed, and he <laughs> didn't feel me, like, sit down. And, and I just stared at him for... 15 or 20 minutes until he like was like rolling over and he woke up and the look of shock on his face <laughs> just as just as see me looking back at him god that was awesome that that was i'm sure i was surprised but i was no more disturbed than i was our freshman year in college we lived together at valparaiso university that that was the only year that I went there, but we lived together for one year at Valpo. And I had an earlier class than Brian did the next day. So I frequently went to sleep before he did. And we had bunk beds and I slept on the bottom bunk and there was a desk right next to the bottom bunk. And one night, Brian was sitting at the desk doing homework and I laid in the bunk and I was like, I'm going to sleep. I lay in the bunk, I hear Brian like back away from the desk, and he is sitting in the desk or in the chair just staring at me <laughs> while I'm trying to fall asleep. And you're getting so frustrated. <laughs> and I was like, stop it. And you're like, no, I'm just gonna watch you. And I so after a few minutes, I was like, fine, whatever, you're stupid. But then, like after five or ten minutes, it started to make me crazy. <laughs> like I couldn't ignore it. I knew that he was there and I was getting like angry. And I remember like punching the pillow and be like, stop looking at me. And he just thought it was so funny. And I literally felt like I was going crazy because, and all he was doing was staring at me. Like he wasn't bothering me in any other way, but just knowing that he was there, that he was staring at me was just driving me crazy. Master of irritation. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's, yeah. I mean, we kind of established that in the last episode or the, the pre few episodes ago with you uh, talking, reacting to people, strangers' phone conversations and oh, stuff. Oh, yeah. So, did you, uh, I didn't watch any of it. Did you watch any of the Jeopardy championship thing this no, week? No, no, I wanted to, but I mean, I just, forgot about it too busy i'll picking probably up, watch it on youtube picking, <laughs> picking up macaroni things from right right i didn't i didn't see any of it either but was um, well i mean i th when i saw part of a commercial like i saw the there's like three yeah there's people, three of them they're like ken jennings yeah dude which was 
was he the one that was on for like 180 shows straight or whatever it was? Yeah, it was like 70 some episodes in a row that he won. And then he played against the guy that like won the most money or something that recently was doing this this fucking rando guy. Yeah, I don't know who the third guy was. But um, to me, to me, Ken, Ken Jennings is the more impressive player because to me it's more impressive to win day in day out for like two or three months or whatever he did than to win like half as often and just kick everybody's butt and win a lot of money because if you're doing that like maybe you just got lucky and you were playing against a bunch of dumbasses but like ken jennings had to face like all of these people every single day and like was beating them every single day I mean, the dude had to answer the questions right still. Right, but it's still just a smaller sample size. Right. I mean, you know, if I'm playing, you know, a couple of second graders in a show, I should beat them. But I can do that 30 times in a row, and that's not impressive. But Ken Jennings eventually is going to run into, like, a sixth grader who's going to be a little tougher. I mean, obviously, these aren't all kids that he's playing, but right. just to prove my point, you know. But it, it, that actually leads me to my point. What I was thinking about was, for a while, I thought that they had dumbed down Jeopardy. This was like 10 years ago I was thinking about this. That like, Because you're thinking, man, man, I couldn't answer this shit 15 years exactly, ago. Exactly, exactly, because I was like, why are these questions so much easier now? Like, I know the answers. I know a lot of the answers. Like, they must have really dumbed this down because, you know, to make it more popular for people. And then it occurred to me, well, no, I'm, I'm an adult now and I know more, so I, sh- I should be able to get the answers right. So I do want to go back and maybe, maybe I can find this on YouTube and watch, like, episodes from, like, the early 90s when I was, like, you know, 13 or 14 years old and marveling that anybody knew any of that stuff and right. see like maybe i know some of that stuff now and maybe to me it's just another example of like of like how we always think that our parents generation were more adult than we were mm-hmm. like we can't think oh like i can't think oh I, i'm as smart as my parents generation even though like i probably am I'm just I just wasn't then because I was so much younger. But it reminds me. This is the person who couldn't figure out that is a (laughs) quarter or time and a quarter. Time and a quarter podcast was too fast. Yeah, he's a real damn genius here. Ken Jennings wouldn't have known that either. Real uh, road scholar. Yeah. (laughs) Hey, you know what? So do you? not to head in head in reverse i've i've always had a problem with well not personally but with (laughs) ken jennings and and this isn't his his fault he he uh he's um i kind of equate him to um the grand slam era of uh tennis which started in 1968 so roger federer has has the most majors ever i think it's like 19 um uh and they 
call him the best ever. Mm -hmm. Okay. But he isn't. <laughs> Rod Laver is. Why? Why? Yeah. I don't know. Rod Laver in 62, when he won the Grand Slam, turned pro. And back in those days, when you turned pro, you couldn't enter a major. Oh, okay. So they were just amateur. Right. Okay. And he probably would have kept winning them because when they changed the rules in 68, he was back in and he won all four, okay. like right away. <laughs> okay. So it's this Ken Jennings, he, he's called the greatest ever, but he only benefited from the rule change, I think, because who's... Oh, because for a while you could only win five, right? For a long ass. Yeah, right. Forever. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Yeah, so, you can I only mean, do it for a while. It's kind of like, like people, <laughs> three people who, who, who like love Jeopardy and like are maniacs over it, like gush over. Oh, God, he's so good. He won, you yeah, know, nine right. in a row. And it's like, yeah. Yeah, right. Hang on who a second, who Roger else? Maris. Let's <laughs> hold your horses. Who else could have done it if they had the opportunity? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It kind okay. of bothers me. All right. Well, that's a that's a fair point. Right. I think he. Why don't let's get Ken Jennings on here, and we can throw out some trivia, and we'll see. What if we're smarter than him? I, I won't be surprised. Right. Asshole. <laughs> <laughs> well, I just call him an asshole. Yeah, so, he's, like, not, he's not coming now. Yep. Damn, we almost had him too. Ken Jennings is a fine gentleman, I'm sure. He um, seems to me. He seems like uh, a like a guy who appreciates that he, not that he got lucky, but that he's like really had some good fortune in like how this whole thing has turned out for right. him. You know. And, so who won? I, mean, I, I don't the last I heard I think he had won two and the other guy had won one and they were gonna have one more or something but I don't a, so what's the the reject guy up to Did I don't he went, he's like, just getting his ass kicked I don't know who the other guy I don't even know who he is I'm maybe if, other people do like but. if anybody knows who this mystery man is tell us yeah tweet us we have a Twitter account now more later pod uh, at more later pod um Jeopardy. Oh, so the other thing I was going to say about not being as smart in high school, the the drama teacher and acting teacher, mm -hmm. when I took those classes, Mr. Bodner. Mm -hmm. Did you have anything with Smith? He he did speech too, mm -hmm. so that, yep. I think that's where a lot had of people him had him. Sophomore year. Okay, so I had him. I had him senior year for acting class and then for drama class, and he would do this thing where he would play Trivial Pursuit mm -hmm. and it would be the entire class versus him. Yeah. And he never lost. Mm -hmm. And everybody used to marvel like, oh, we're going to beat Mr. Bodner. And then we would get our butts kicked and Mr. Bodner would win. And everybody would marvel that he was so smart and he would like never lose. But like, yeah, he was like, a 45 or 50 year old guy with all of that knowledge going against some like 16, 17, 18 year old kids who didn't know anything that didn't happen in the last 10 years. I honestly figured that he'd been using the same cards for 20 years. <laughs> yeah, so, right. so, so he just, has, he has he just kept memory. hearing the answer. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I didn't even think of that. That's right. I didn't even think of that. Good point. Well, 
maybe that's yeah we've been playing my daughter got Pictionary for Christmas mm -hmm. so we've been playing a lot of Pictionary lately and it's like Pictionary Junior I think and there's like two sets of cards there's the adult cards mm -hmm. and then there's the kids cards and the kids cards have like a category and you have to guess a word from that category you have to so like I would tell you like uh, words that start with S so you know that it's something that's a, the person's drawing something that starts with S it just makes it easier and gives the kids a chance right so as we're playing that like we're you know they're coming up repeatedly again and so we've had to make a rule like if if we've played this we you, you have to choose something else because mm -hmm. like it, it takes away all the fun but the adult cards are like so much more difficult. I've, I was like, oh, we don't need those kid cards. We'll just play with, with the adult cards. I looked at a couple of the adult cards. Mm -hmm. I don't know how the hell you're going to draw some of it. Some of it are, are just like concepts, not even like things that you like can Doppler draw. Like Doppler radar. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, like loneliness. Like how the hell do you draw loneliness, you know? Where like, you know, one of the things that she had to draw was like words that start with R. And she drew an arrow pointing to the right. Hey. <laughs> right. Okay, cool. That's that brilliant. was good. Yeah. It was so that's much more my capability love. And I've figured out that I am a horrendous artist. Like embarrassingly. Did you just find this out? <laughs> no, I'm okay. just reminded of it. Don't don't look at me like that, like you knew exactly. Okay, so here I'll I'm going to show you this picture, okay? And you tell me what you think it is, okay? okay. I'll, I, I'll post this picture on Instagram so you guys can see this, okay? Um, that looks like uh, the, like a, the Twas a Nightmare Before Christmas character. Okay, that's yeah. not bad. I mean, if we were playing, you could start from that yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was kind of a clown. Right. right, but who's another clown? Well, <laughs> Bozo T clown, <laughs> like Saw, Jigsaw from, no, from the song. No, Joker. Joker, yeah, yeah. we would have won. That's within a minute. Oh, right. okay, so that's not too bad. Now here, I thought it was pretty, pretty atrocious, and it looked nothing like Joker. But you were kind of you, you got it pretty quickly. Uh, now here is what Brian drew for Joker. I think mine is better. His, his has a Van Gogh feel. <laughs> Van it. Gogh or Monet? <laughs> <laughs> he, but, and see, that's the thing is like, all the kids are like relatively good artists. Like they do a good job drawing. Right. And like, I, I can't draw shit. I can't I'm draw not. anything. And like, I'll, the thing is like, I'll, see a clue and i'll be like oh i can draw that and i know what i want to draw in my mind right but then my, my i just i can't comes do out all no wrong. it's just like i can't even no i i can't put anything down that looks like it makes any sense at all it's very sad so i i i like your shirt okay i, I it is fucking awesome okay Where'd you get it from? Did, it's an old navy shirt, I think. Did uh, did you purchase it? Yeah. Okay. All right. So, I have this habit of of uh, saying things that 
end up insulting people because I just <laughs> say shit and I've gotten in trouble many a time. Well, not in trouble. I just let's just say I'm shocked I haven't had my ass kicked on like several <laughs> several occasions. But but earlier I was looking at your shirt, okay, and just to describe it, it's a Volkswagen bus. Um, like in Back to the Future, the um, that the Wibians are driving, right? And uh, and it uh, the wording on it is "Let's go on a road trip." Every time I see one of these old buses, I mean, it, that's one of those things that for sure, like the romanticism of it, is far, far, far outweighs the practicality of it. Because you know, if you get one of these. You're going to break down somewhere. Nobody's going to be able to fix it. I don't know. I mean, I, I saw one. Broke down. <laughs> no, no, I was driving from Michigan City from from work like three weeks ago on 94, and I saw this old orange one. In the, in the right hand lane. <laughs> no, no. I mean, it hour. kept up with me for two seconds, but... <laughs> Uh, they seem, I bet you, they're so simple and well, but like better engineering back then. I don't know. I, I've never been in one. I don't know. I, to me, it just, I, I've got no fucking, <laughs> I again, we're talking about something yeah, you know nothing about, not, yeah. but that's fine. I just assume everything old is made what better. Be yeah. Right. And it's, and it's just easier. Yeah. Well, when I see these see these bus things, I just always think like they're probably horrifically uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like that, you know, the seat, all of the probably the driver's seat is the only seat that's comfortable. Maybe oh, the right. passenger seat, but those bench seats, like those like hard ass bench seats yeah. with like minimal cushion, right? And like the angle of them is probably just horrible, right? And and, and to look at them, I mean, it, it just seems like they would be hard to look at. Yeah, yeah, but if I could find one in a good in good shape, Come I'd, on. I'd, I'd probably go. Like, but that's the thing. Like, I I wouldn't want like uh, you know a ratty one, but I wouldn't want you know they 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 well, made I mean, like was, a newer it, version of these like right. fifteen or twenty years ago. I wouldn't want one of those either. I want like an original one, you know, that some guy parked in his garage fifty years ago or something. Would you put curtains on the window? Or or uh, <laughs> just like black electrical today. <laughs> There's this movie with Mark Hamill and S Star Wars. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I think it was the the movie that he did before Star Wars. Mark Hamill and Annie Potts. Oh, Corvette Summer. I think is what it's called from like 1976. I watched it a few years ago. Okay. It's a, it's a, it's a horrendous, horrendously terrific seventies okay. movie. One of those. But Annie Potts, I think. Who is Janine from Ghostbusters. Yeah, yes. she is. She's also the voice of Bo Peep in the Toy Story movies. But who is um, Janine from Ghostbusters, <laughs> Alex? <laughs> But um, 
she's actually doing a commercial for Geico or something. I saw just the other day yeah. a- as Janine from Ghostbusters. Really? Yeah, they have her like set up like in the Ghostbusters, like whatever. Um, there's also a new Ghostbusters movie coming out this summer. Yeah, I've been hearing that for since like. 1998. No, I saw a preview for it at oh, the really? theater. Yeah, when we saw Little Women the other day, it was. Will they be busting Harold Ramis? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it's like I think it's like the one of the Ghostbusters kids or grandkids or something, okay. and like they move to a town at, and then they like unleash the ghosts or something. I, I think it's Paul Rudd in it. I think hmm. Paul Rudd and. I don't know. It, it looked pretty good. I thought I, it looked, I was encouraged. Um, but anyway, this Corvette summer movie, Annie Potts, I think drives like a conversion van that she lives in. Mm-hmm. And it has like curtains on the window and like carpet in the back seat. And like you open the back, the back door and it's like a living room in there. That's what I thought of when you, I mean, it, it, if it wasn't a woman driving it, you would think like, Oh God, stay away from that thing. Right. But yeah. You would expect the driver to say, well, uh, want to go on a road trip? Let's go on a road trip. <laughs> so one of my old neighbors had a conversion van, and we, um, we would drive to West Beach. Now, we, he took us because I was like nine. <laughs> um, but I remember it being awesome, and it had that, like, back ladder on it to oh yeah 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 uh-huh yeah good times yeah that's awesome um i don't i don't think i was ever in a van we when we would visit my cousins in iowa they lived on a farm and they had a truck that had a one of those like camper a pickup truck that they'd put like a camper on the bed of the pickup truck okay and we went to like I don't know a, where we went. A pop-up camper is that No, a pop-up no. camper isn't connected. Oh, a pop-up okay. camper is the like the like low thing. Oh, that, oh, like, oh, then... oh. The, like the the camper was was actually hooked up yeah, to hooked, the truck. Yeah, it was on the bed of the truck, okay. like hooked up to it. And like six of us rode in that camper in the truck mm-hmm. to like get dinner or to drive in or something. Mm-hmm. And like we argued over who would like sit in the top of the camper, which is over like the cab of the truck. Mm -hmm. So you could see out right? like totally. I mean, you get arrested for doing that now, but like in Iowa in the 1980s, shit, probably in Iowa in the 2020. I haven't seen them in a long time. I mean, I'm sure people still have them, but I don't think that they're really making them anymore. I think probably, People don't want to put that stuff on like their nice pickup trucks anymore. Right, you know? because uh, the beds are too short. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Get this fucking truck. Right, it's gonna have a three foot bed. Right, it's a glorified El Camino. That's <laughs> what that is. El Camino, that's a one of a kind car too. Those are pretty cool. Yeah, I'd buy one. You should. I'm sure you can find one on Craigslist or something. That'd be awesome, rolling around in an El Camino. I know. <laughs> All right. I was making dinner for my kids the other night, and um, I, I made meatloaf, and then I was going to buy 
potatoes and peel some potatoes and make some like homemade mashed potatoes. But then I was reminded of the beauty in the pantry of instant potatoes. Mmm is right. Because I'll tell you what, instant potatoes are the best pantry item that exists. Like, I have no problem cooking, like taking culinary shortcuts, especially if you're feeding your kids. Like, tonight my kids had chicken nuggets and fries. Like, dinner of champions. Like, throw that stuff on a sheet tray, throw it in the oven, nice and easy. Freaking boxed mac and cheese, no problem. I'm, you know, I love cooking stuff up from scratch, but I have no shame in like, you know, you're getting frozen whatever, boxed whatever. Right. But nothing is as good as boxed mashed potatoes. Like, you can't mess them up. And the, like, flavor of boxed mashed potatoes is just as good as regular mashed potatoes. So... Why wouldn't you use boxed? I like them. Um, haven't had them in ages, but... You haven't? No. Buy them. I would eat them. I mean, yeah, uh, mashed potatoes I really like. Everybody loves mashed potatoes. But I'm potatoes. usually eating other people's mashed potatoes. Yeah. So. Mashed potatoes can go wrong, too. Like, if you're trying to make mashed potatoes well, and from scratch. That will actually... So I like, this is how I like mashed potatoes if you're just making them, okay? Potatoes and butter. Yeah. You don't need anything else. Salt and pepper. You need salt and pepper. Just butter. Dude, you're you doing it wrong. You, you need salt and pepper. You don't have to add fucking milk or the, like sour cream or all this other shit. How are you mashing the potatoes? Well, I mean, I'm not making them how, <laughs> however you want. <laughs> however, my sister-in-law makes them because she makes the best. I I I discovered a a um oh god, it's not a ricer. Is it a ricer? Maybe it is a ricer. Yeah, it is a ricer. I was thinking it's not a food mill, but a ricer, which is basically like a like a huge garlic press, mm-hmm. like cook the potatoes put the potato in the ricer and press down and they come out like just in little strips, like basically long, 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 long grains of rice, but they're potatoes, perfect consistency. But the instant potatoes. So my dad worked his entire career in food service. Mm -hmm. And when I was uh, in high school and college, he worked, he ran the cafeteria at the steel mill and I would go and help him like during lunch, lunch service. And, um, they he had these industrial size like three or four or five pound bags of their instant potatoes weren't flakes like hungry jack is like potato mm-hmm. flakes they were pearls and they i they were excel brand potato pearls like little like bb's of mashed potatoes mm-hmm. and you would pour them in a pan and then just add hot water and mix them up and they were good to go like super simple I would, and they were so good. I would take the pearls, just eat the pearls, throw pearls in my mouth, and then take a swig of Sprite, and then they would turn into mashed potatoes in my mouth. So then I'd have, I mean, they would be cold mashed potatoes because the Sprite was cold, 
but like they were just room temperature pearls and then some Sprite and you, you're good to go. You got Did you have a Sprite flavored mashed potatoes. potatoes. Yeah. Then you, you it, would, it would really activate. it would activate them. Yeah, it would activate them. And like, I mean, you would have to you'd have to get a lot in there before you would like have enough that you could taste, you right. know. But yeah, if you got enough in there and then and kept them in there and added some Sprite, you'd have mashed potatoes. That makes me feel better. <laughs> well, I mean, about you, what? Well, about so, um, instant oatmeal. I am, I am a fan of Quaker packet instant oatmeal. Okay. Uh, the um, apples, cinnamon. Okay. okay. But over the last, I don't know, like fifteen years, mm-hmm. I just rip it open and eat it. I do not. You don't cook. even cook it. No. You just okay. I ju- I just take that step out because that's <laughs> too long. So I just eat. So you're talking like the peaches and peach flavored or blueberry flavored I or something. Don't or brown mess sugar around flavored. with those. Okay. Just apple, cinnamon. Maybe if I'm feeling it, the uh, raisin date walnut. Okay. Um, <laughs> but the best one is the apple, apple one because of the. I don't know the sh- oh the little sh- yeah, yeah granules the cinnamon yeah but when I tell people they they think I'm crazy they're they're just like isn't it dry <laughs> uh yeah <laughs> yeah it's right. fucking dried oatmeal <laughs> yeah but but it just I don't know it just tastes good yeah and I mean I it 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 gives me the perspective of a horse so. <laughs> Yeah, horses don't cook their oatmeal first either. <laughs> but it tastes good. It just, I don't know, it tastes better. When I do cook oatmeal, which is maybe maybe on a weekend, maybe. <laughs> You'll splurge. Like, it's disappointing. Yeah. I'm just like, yeah. Yeah, because you're used to it. Yeah, it's mushy. Yeah. I, I think I found out, like, like, over the last few years, I have, like, weird, just weird eating habits. Just like, like I don't often like if I'm eating a sandwich, I don't finish the last bite because I because I think it's like mushy and just like all this shit out <laughs> juice and what lettuce water and all in the last bite. Yeah, and I'm just like <laughs> I just don't want to mess around. With yeah. That. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I have, like, food. I used to think I had no texture issues because you used to get get annoyed at, like, when people would say, I don't like the texture of it. Right, right, right. I I do remember you saying that. I never understood that. Yeah. (laughs) But I'm finding out that that I, one of the reasons why I don't like Greek yogurt might be because it's, like, too thick. It's it's just. I love Greek yeah. yogurt. It's so good. I don't know. After having Greek yogurt, like the regular yogurt tastes like too thin to me. Right. Like I mean, I I'll still eat it. I still like it. <clears throat> mm-hmm. But like, I would I would choose Greek yogurt. And and like cheesecake. I don't like cheesecake, but oh when God. I taste it, I mean it's. I think that like mushiness of the oh yeah so I so you do have I after, think so after railing after, against texture after issues. railing on these people oh I don't like the texture 
But then I'll go eat oysters. I'll... Man, I can't do that. I tried... I'll eat weird shit. Oh, oysters, I just... Um, well, I can't do any seafood. Like, yeah. there's no seafood that's... Like eel. It's, like, smeary I, and shit. I actually... Did I have e eel? I think I... Was there... When I went to... Um, I had sushi... I went to this sushi place in Chicago, and we had, what are those, like, poke bowls? Poke yeah. bowls? Mm -hmm. And there might have been, or no, a poke wrap. Poke wrap. And I think there might have been eel mm -hmm. in those. And, like, but there was so much other stuff, and it right. was really good. But, like, I, I, I'm not going to just pick up a big old eel and bite into it. Right. Like, the foods one should have texture issue towards I love and the like yeah he has texture issues with cheesecake I fucking mean, cheesecake I but. love cheesecake man <clears throat> yeah. I might go make a cheesecake problem if I make a cheesecake I'll eat the whole damn thing though that's I love cheesecake do you do you let your foods touch I have I have no problems with no. foods touching yeah my sister used to be weird about it, but, like... I don't, like... Thanksgiving is a real... Like, not not challenge. I don't mind if, like, certain foods touch, but I don't yeah. like cranberries and, like, mashed potatoes. Okay. That, like, juice. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's weird. On Thanksgiving, <laughs> I'm just piling everything on there. Like, just right. pile... It's just a pile and just, like, it's all touching and it's all... Whatever, it's gonna taste good. If you let it touch, you might develop like new flavors that you you know you didn't even know that you liked. Yeah, probably had it in beer. There's a beer that's like yeah. cranberry mashed potatoes. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah I'm sure. I'm sure it is. I uh, for dinner the other night, I cooked up two pounds of Brussels sprouts and roasted them and ate almost two pounds like just short of two pounds i had just a little bit left over that i had like for breakfast the Did next morning it okay? was good i felt great and then like the next day my stomach like hurt right. and i was like that's too much brussels sprouts <laughs> <laughs> like i should two pounds of anything I, might be a little yeah, too much well but like when you cook the brussels sprouts they reduce to especially when you roast them like they reduce to nothing like it's two pounds to start with but like once you cook them i mean that's like one big plate of brussels sprouts you know so hmm. and just here's here's a little Little tidbit for you listeners. I know you guys are all geniuses, so you know this, but this is a pet peeve of mine that I see. I've seen on very good restaurant menus they've made this mistake. It's Brussels sprouts. Mm -hmm. There's an S on Brussels, Brussels like Brussels, sprouts. Belgium, and then sprouts. It's not Brussels with no S, sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Brussels sprouts. Now you know. Now, you can be annoyed when you see it incorrect on menus, too. Or you can not then care. You can be a pretentious asshole. Yeah, you can. And right. then when you and order it, it out. The, may I have the Brussels sprouts? <laughs> yeah. Or really be an asshole and be like, what's a Brussels sprout? I don't know what that <laughs> is. Is that anything like a Brussels sprout? And then don't worry when you find some unidentified stuff in your food. I'm sure they didn't spit in your food or anything. Man.
Can you imagine pointing something like that out? That that is like the ultimate like pretentiousness. You have to be careful. I mean, in your head, if you think, okay, these idiots or whatever, right? When when somebody is handling your food, right. you just kind of roll with it. Yeah, do not make that person angry. Don't point it out. I no. mean, it's like it's pretty much a crapshoot to be eating eating from a restaurant anyway. Right. Yeah. A person could be sick by picking their ear. <laughs> Breathing on your food, which I mean happens, right? Like speaking over it, and there's just like spittle on your hamburger, <laughs> right? It's, it's fucking gross. Yeah, but I mean, once you start to like send meals back or complain or point out that that it's Brussels, yeah, just ask you for trouble. Yeah, you're gonna it's gonna ruin your day. Yeah. I saw somebody uh, in the the town's local Facebook group that was complaining that some like one of the summer festivals or something in one of the food carts, somebody was handling food without gloves on. And she was like all up in arms about like you can't handle food and not have gloves on. And then somebody pointed out like you only have to wear gloves if you're not cooking the food. If you're cooking the food, you can handle the food, in Indiana at least, locally. You can handle the food because you're cooking it and it's going to, the thought is you're cooking it is going to take right. care of it. But like you think everybody in a restaurant is wearing gloves all the time? Right. No, they're not. It's just it's like at Subway, they're going to wear gloves because it's raw food and right. like and those tomatoes right aren't getting face. cooked. Right. But at a restaurant, they're not going to wear gloves no. when they're handling your food. They're... They're going to wash their hands. Hopefully. They better be. Yeah. But even if they don't, like, your food's getting cooked. I mean, they'll probably handle it afterwards, too. I Man, that's I. That's just stuff I can't think about. Like, right. I can't think about things that can go wrong in a restaurant because I won't want to go to a restaurant. It's the same thing as, like, every time I stay in a hotel, mm-hmm. I can't think about it being a hotel and the right. number of people that have slept in that bed and right. the number of people that have been in that shower and like, what the hell happened in this bed last night? And like, that's what you're worried about. <laughs> what are you worried about? Fucking bed bugs, man! I'm like oh yeah, looking the, in the yeah. mattress and right. looking for movement. Oh, I don't even. Oh, I don't even really think about bed bugs. Oh yeah. Oh man, now I will not. Good thing I don't have any plans to stay in a hotel anytime soon. Yeah, no. I did hear today uh, on a podcast they were talking about. Somebody stayed in a uh, Airbnb and then found that there were like a like an audio like a bug in the Airbnb so they could hear everything that the people were saying. So like you were being spied on in your Airbnb, so they were saying like check your Airbnb for bugs. What? But like, like, how the hell do you do that? Do you need one of those like? detectors right that, like that you're like, just supposed to carry around in the movies right like some james bond right. equipment now to go stay in an airbnb like here this is safer just don't do anything too crazy don't have too crazy conversations and don't think about it i didn't even think about that but that's because like you're just staying in people's 
you know, yeah. houses and apartments. And so, uh, and like, you know, 99% of the time, it's completely fine. People aren't sickos. But like, there are sickos out there. It's possible. But a lot of Chuck Berry's out there. <laughs> Chuck Berry? Yeah, didn't Did he do that? Well, it's like Chuck Berry in the early 90s. He uh, <laughs> had this restaurant and he was recording women using the bathroom. Are you serious? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. I mean, I don't want to tarnish yeah, Chuck Berry's tarn- name. This is one well, of those times where I'm just saying shit. Just, well, regardless of whether he did that or not, I mean, he was he was a pretty big son of a bitch. So, like, there's enough to tarnish his name without these lurid accusations that okay yeah okay i just googled chuck berry bathroom (laughs) and yes there's a picture of him on the toilet (laughs) yeah Yeah, he uh uh (laughs) chuck berry that that's not on our topic list for the night yeah back in 93 he liked to watch women using the bathroom man so he was on the cutting edge of rock and roll and the cutting edge of like watch these videos and have that face (laughs) there's a great picture of chuck berry looking absolutely surprised (laughs) that is awesome or like he's feeling a solo maybe man so yeah so i yeah i mean there's all sorts of weird yeah there and um yeah if somebody has watched me in an airbnb they're they might be thinking well i mean i haven't gotten kicked out so (laughs) so it hasn't been too bad right so nobody's watching (laughs) right right yeah if somebody was watching they would have kicked you out that's awesome well hopefully we hopefully you can uh rest without having to worry about it bed bugs or what happened in the bed the night before or people spitting your food oh man and like that that hotel room furniture like not even the bed but like the chair Mm -hmm. the chair at the desk like I, I feel you don't like take your shirt off and plop down on the sofa. Oh man, I always feel like pretty uneasy about the chair right. and like, and I didn't think of this, but do you remember when in <clears throat> April sixth, seventh, and eighth in two thousand five we went to Arizona? Yeah, and there were three of us, mm-hmm. and there were two beds, and I slept on the floor. Right. I don't know if I would sleep on the floor now, because like sleeping on a hotel room floor. I don't, I don't, that's pretty gross. I don't think I even had a blanket under me. This is how worried he was because I offered the bed to share. And after uh, all these years, he was like, I'm not getting involved in the bed. <laughs> no way, man. I, I've known you too long. No way. Well, uh, uh, if it's uh, any consolation, do you, do you remember <laughs> the rash I got on my stomach from that strip or probably from the sheets no i don't you probably had bed bugs i know i was safe i was safer on the hotel room floor than i was i I, I got this weird rash on my stomach and and i'm usually not allergic to 
anything. So except for bed bugs, I, <laughs> I kept telling myself, "Yeah, it's a laundry detergent with the sheets," but. We're at that kind of hotel where they may have not been washing the sheets. Yeah, it might so. it might have been it might have been suspect. Yeah. <clears throat> right. That was the trip when I discovered that like it really is a dry heat, and like it was in the eighties and it mm-hmm. wasn't even that hot, but it was just so dry mm-hmm. that we polished off like a twenty four pack of water in like two days right. between the three of us, just like endlessly right. drinking water. What's hot? It was hot. It was fun though, but really dry. And then we also noticed we were driving around in, in a convertible, and we also noticed that like nobody else in Arizona has convertibles, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> probably because they just get beat the hell out of by the sun. So was that our first time at Whataburger? It was. Oh my gosh. Okay, let's end this episode with a just a horrific story from Whataburger. <laughs> I don't know. If, do you know the story I'm going to tell here? Ah, uh, vague. Really, okay, really vague. so. We're sitting inside Whataburger in Phoenix on a Friday afternoon before we're heading to the airport and sitting there eating our food. Outside the window of Whataburger is this young mother, probably like in her like early to mid-20s, on a payphone. This is like 2005, so like not everybody has a cell phone. On a payphone. She's got this toddler, probably two years old. And the toddler is like standing next to her in the parking lot, but the mom is on the phone and like talking on the phone and like really absorbed in the conversation. The toddler is kind of walking around, breaks free from the mom a little bit. And then we, I see like a couple of parking spaces away from where they're talking. There's a cup on the ground with a straw in it. I don't remember this. You don't remember this? Okay. And I see the toddler, like, I see the toddler see the cup, and the toddler walks over, and I'm watching in slow motion. I'm like, no, no, and, like, begging the mom, like, turn around, turn around. The mom just keeps, keeps, keeps talking. The toddler keeps walking to the cup, picks up the cup, and drinks out of the straw of this cup on the ground at Whataburger. And just as the toddler takes a drink, the mom turns around and sees the toddler and runs over there and takes it away from him. And it's just so... What an uplifting note to end this (laughs) episode on. But you know what wasn't in that cup? Exactly. <laughs> Lang ice. Had Lang ice been in that cup, that drink probably would have been refreshing in the Arizona heat. So once again, get the best ice. Here's some jingles of it in uh, this Michter's rye, and the ice is still good. So go to your local Strack and Van Til's. Make your drink happy. Make your mouth happy. Make your drink. <laughs> Buy Lang ice. after you get the ice leave us a five-star review follow us on instagram more later pod twitter at more later pod um tell your friends i don't the numbers aren't in yet for the last episode i don't think we quite made it to six billion listens but we're close almost almost we're almost there all right see you see you later thank you